0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. In our passageway this morning, did you catch that? Our passageway this morning is found in the book of Second Kings, the 6th chapter, starting with the 24th through the 29th verse. I want to just give a, a very quick overview of this. It describes a desperate situation, a famine, and the Bible says there was a terrible famine. It was so severe that in this passage of scriptures we see an interchange between the king and a woman, a mother, and she is, uh, and the discourse involves that it was so severe that mothers were eating their own children. That was the final straw for the king, who himself was. The Bible says he tore his, uh, he tore his kingly robe, and underneath they saw that he was wearing sackcloth. Uh, sackcloth, a burlap next to his skin. It was a sign of humbling. It was a sign of repentance before God. And he uttered this statement. He said, woman, she said, King, help me. You know, we look to uh, uh, we look to the hills for help, but our help comes from the Lord. And he said, he said, woman, he said, who am I? Where can I go for help if God does not help you? I'm going to tell you what the human condition is such in the world that we live in today that there is no hope except the hope of Jesus Christ. There is no other way. Uh, out of the trouble that you're in. And the biggest trouble is that people are born into sin. People are born with a nature that is adverse, that is offensive, that is an adversary of a God who loves them. And in between lies an enemy who lies to them and tells them, No, God doesn't love you. No, God. And we circumstances and situations that, that oppose and that argue and that reason and that exalt themselves against the truth of God's Word. and and God's truth that He loves us, so loved us, He gave us Jesus. I'll tell you it's still back to the simplest simplest solution. For every problem, there has been one solution. A man that hung on a cross 2,000 years ago, hung on Calvary's hill and said it is finished. Where there was not a way, I have made a way. God's not mad. You can come back to Him and God can once again live inside of a man and sins will no longer be covered but they will be washed away forever gone hallelujah when you don't know what to say just say Jesus And there are terrible times of trouble in life things that happen disasters and destruction troubles, trials tribulations and testings. But the Bible says, let no man say God did this. That God brought evil. That God brought this trouble. That God brought these trying times. You know, sometimes this trouble is so strong and it lasts so long because God has to wait on us. God has to work on us. God has to work to adjust our attitudes. We see in the next... Portion of scriptures in the ending, the closing arguments of chapter 6, we see that the king, the leader, the authoritative head, the responsible one, as the king goes, so goes the kingdom, the kingdom keeper. The kingdom keeper rips his robes and he says within himself, he goes, I'm going to get that man of God. See, because the liar had been lying to him and he'd been listening to the liar. So he sent an executioner. And now listen, you ain't gonna trip up a true believer. You're never gonna hem somebody in a corner that lives in the circle of knowing God. Elijah is having a meeting in the house. Oh, you need to be in the meeting so that you know what you need to know when you need to know it. So Elijah says, listen, I hear the footsteps. He said, even the executioner's coming. His master's right behind of him. Just lock the door. Come on, some of you need to lock the door. If you knew when the thief was coming, you'd have locked the door. You wouldn't have got robbed. God will tell on you. Gotta tell on the devil. So, anyway, it says while he was giving his instructions, the king showed up accusing. This trouble is directly from God. This trouble is directly from God. How many of you know that's a wrong attitude? How many of you know it led him? He was there was some wrong thinking and wrong believing. He was blaming God. Verse number thirty-three. This trouble is directly from God. What's next? See, in an expectation of trouble, he believed the lie, and see, we'll believe the lie when we don't know the truth. It was the reason why you come to church is to know the truth. The reason why you come to church, hear the word, hear the word of God. Sorely lacking in the word of God sorely, uh, educated in all other kind of ways that don't know the Word of God in a working order. Well, for that lack of knowledge, you will be destroyed because the devil will advantage you. He has the advantage of the not knowing. He has the advantage of the word less. He has the advantage over people that are not walking And listening and hearing the word of the Lord. See, it was the enemy. It wasn't God, it was the enemy. We read that right up front. It was the enemy. You could look over the wall, see the enemy. He knew why he was there. But it's, see, it's not just the outward circumstances. It's the stuff that's happening between your ears. It's the pressure that comes and the lies and the accusations and the knowledge that exalts itself above arguing, imaginations, reasonings. What it looked like, what it feel like, what it is like to the apparent senses. But it was the enemy all along. The enemy had laid siege to the city to cut off their supply, to separate the people from the source of supply. Starve you down, weaken you. Oh, somebody needs to, maybe, 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 one or two here understand that when you don't come to church, when you don't read your Bible. When you don't hear and place yourself under the supply of the anointing of God. When you get cut off. Created a terrible famine of trouble and torment. They're paralyzed by fear. Living with the well, what if this or that? And if only we had done something different. Conditions and situations that would cause questionings, imaginings, reasonings that exalt themselves, troubling thoughts. See, at night, ghosts and, and spirits got you chasing fantasies. Of failure. Of it isn't gonna work out this time. And get you and gets you and argues and casts up shadows. Shadows. they are not real, just shadows. It's just in your own mind that God is not God. And that the devil is in charge. It's just in your own mind. It hadn't even happened yet. It's just in your mind that your numbers are going to stay. Are you listening the same or, or that decrease is going to happen? Honey, there's plenty more. Where you got it from before. But see when you're but see when you're see when you're in a situation of decrease, so why were they there? No supply. Believe the lie. Why you Why you why you waiting and watching what the devil's unfolding? Why is the trouble and the problem greater than the promise? Wow. Good point, Pastor. Greater than the provider. Wow. Fearful over finances. Listen, terror. Rised and tormented over symptoms of sickness and dis-ease. Phone calls that trouble. strifes and strivings and divisive decisions destroying faith. What you feed will grow. If you feed your fears, you'll fail. If you feed your faith, you'll fly high with God. Rise high on the turbulent winds that come to wreak havoc. You catch the wind and rise above it all. See it from a different place. Ride out the storm. Not weather the storm. Ride out the storm. Not hide out the storm. Ride out the storm. Above it all. These things call God a liar. They exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. But if you don't know God, If you don't know what God has said. If you don't know what God has done. If you're not knowing God. See, to know God is knowing God in this. Knowing God. Always seeking, pressing in, knowing God. And if you don't know God, then the trouble triumphs. The problems persist and prevail. The disaster destroys. But wait, uh, I can't leave you there, can I? I have an announcement to make. Chapter 6 has ended. And there's a chapter change. I need somebody to hear me attention. There's a chapter change. I said, there's a chapter change. And it starts out, Elijah said. See, the king said, the woman said, the trouble said. But now Elijah said. Let me let you in on who Elijah is. Elijah's a man that's listening to God. Elijah's a man that's in the same trouble. Elijah's a man that's, that's feeling what's being felt, that's, that's knowing, seeing what's being seen, all of that together. But Elijah's a man who's listening to God. And hearing from God, Elijah said, Listen! Listen. You talking now, you listen! God's Word! The Word of God! I've heard from God! The famine is over. There was enough power in those four words. It, It immediately turned everything. It began to happen the moment God got His Word in the earth. Because when God says it, there it is. It's the final Word. He just has to have somebody to finally listen to Him. God's Word, the famine is over. And when God says it's over, somebody in this house ought to jump up right now, tell somebody next to you, give them a high five and say, I'm telling you, it's over. All this trouble, all this trial, I'm telling you today, it's over. Oh, how could you be so bold? How could you in the face of... You don't see what it looked like. You don't know what it feels like. You don't understand. No, you Listen. Because God said this is over. This time tomorrow... see, God set a time frame. It's worthy of notation here, honey. It can't get so bad that God can't turn it all with His so good. And let me me tell you something. Look at your neighbor and say, It ain't going to take God all day. It don't take God all day. When the day gets here, when the Word is heard, and the Word is spoken... The word has to be heard. And then the word has to be spoken. Speak to the mountain. Oh, mountain of human resistance. You shall be ground to powder. You will be pounded into pieces. You will be be reduced to rubble. You will be destroyed down to dust just a molehill when me and God get done with you oh pastor you said me and God yeah Jesus did too you call God your father yes he is you spoke truly he is my father And it is me and God. And it is God and I. He is and so am I. I am therefore you are. Oh come on now. the speaking spirit. And so you speak out of the abundance of your heart. The king said this is from God. And what was the response? Let me dig down in that. I got to drill down that a little bit further. Now, see, because roots have run deep in the line. I, I, I've got to destroy some things right now. I've got to prophetically take the bulldozer to that shanty shack you've been living in and fortifying with your fear. Well, if God be for us, why all these things? Where's His miracles? Why? Why? I would have thought by now these walls would fall. I, it's been so long and so strong, and all the evidence points to that God's not listening. It's not doing it like I told him he should have done it. See, we're in an announcement right now in the new now of an accelerated abundance like it came then it comes now, an awesome August of accelerated abundance. that's what makes it so awesome. It's an accelerated abundance. Somebody say suddenly. And see, there was, there were uh, those that were there listening, and one of the one on whom the king leaned. Be careful, because birds of a feather flock together. When, when you're blaming God, you're gonna, uh, or when you're frustrated and disgusted with God because you're blaming God and you're believing the lie, you're going to also be a doubter. See, God expects to be believed. He wants to be believed. But even then, he must be trusted. Because when your back is against the wall, you better say, but God, I trust you. How many times have I been in the midnight hour? How many times have I been locked down, couldn't move one way or the other? beaten up and sore are you listening but decided to praise God anyhow see decided made a decision to praise God anyhow it don't look like it's good but God I'm telling you you are good and your mercy endures forever and your love is unfailing and you're not going to fail me now you did it once you'll do it again oh God See when the squeeze really gets on. You better be careful if you're going to want to walk in the power with a God, with a God, with a God. Because with Him, see, you don't get to pick and choose and put Him in your hip pocket and pull Him out anytime you want to saying, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. We're going to have to sell it all because we're going down the tubes. But we're gonna be praising God. No, we're gonna praise God because if tomorrow we lost it all, the next day we'd get double for our trouble. Hallelujah. I didn't have nothing before! Are you hearing me? God's given me everything! So if I'm reduced to nothing now i tell you God has got a plan to make something out of nothing and a somebody out of a nobody! Who you've been hanging around with? What you've been feeding your life? What are you feeding on? What are you listening to? Because that's what's going to come out of you. And here's another one. Here's another one. An impossible situation. A terrible, tra- troubling time. You know, you can, it can be so bad that when God comes and says something so good, it's too good for you to believe to be true. See, is there somebody that the king was leaning on? He was a king's support. And see, see, failure will feed each other, feed on it. And see, you, 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 you are, you are destined to succeed wow. because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You are destined to succeed because of the name you've been given. You are destined to succeed because of the Spirit of God on the inside of you. You are destined for the throne. You are destined to rule and reign in this life and overcome in this life because He overcame. He overcame. He overcame death, hell, and the grave. He fulfilled his assignment. He succeeded in what God gave him to do. For you to... Now listen. See, the one the king leaned on, he goes, you expect us. See, there was already... There was already a despise. And can't you hear the words? Venomous. Doubting. Fearful. Bitter. Bitter not better. Bitter. You can be in something so long that it enters into you. It gets on the inside of you. It ain't good, but don't let good not good get inside of you it make you bitter where all you're locked in. All you can see is what you see. All you know is what you know. And then when the change comes, when the day God set, yeah. you expect us. You. This trouble is from God. You represent God. You're letting this happen to us. See, if we can't blame God, we'll, we'll directly we'll blame him in indirectly. When, 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 when faith is spoken, fear. You know how fear you know you know when a man is afraid, he gets angry. He flares. It's his flashpoint. point. Fear ignites. You don't even know who the enemy is anymore. You think it's God? You think it's the one speaking faith? You expect us to believe that? That's so far fetched. That's so far. It look at us. If God opened up every window in the sky and poured out, it wouldn't be enough. <gasps> you need to hear what I'm telling you. Fearful, it's never enough. It'll never be enough. I'm not going to have enough. I've lived in lack so long, I'm lacking everything. Even faith in God. I'm filled with fear and it has filled my Mind and poisoned and embittered me, and all I see is it's not enough. And it will never be enough. God, listen, what's he saying? Now he's challenging not just the word of God, he's saying, God himself cannot do this. How do you expect me to believe that? But God does expect. To believe those kinds of things that there is an end while you're in the middle there is an end the middle is the messiest place That's it. That's it. the That's middle it. That's is it. the muddiest yeah. place the mu- the middle is the murkiest yeah. place because you you don't even hardly remember where you came from except the except that you want to go back. That at least you knew. But there are struggles there. Even when there's a struggle in the middle, God never intended for you to stay there. He's got way more and way better if you reach over here where He's trying to bring you to. But the devil muddies the water, doesn't he? I mean, so long and so strong, this is never going to end. And if it does end, it's going to end bad. Oh, God never ends anything. God never ends anything. Now, the devil, if you give fear place, the devil has place. That's it? Yeah. He becomes your source of supply. And he'll supply lie after lie. Death blow after death blow, diminishment after diminishment, decrease after decrease, until you are a witness of nothing at all. Now the scene shifts. Everybody say, don't miss this. The scene shifts. Here we are, the Word of the Lord has been released. So God has been released. So God is now moving. The Word is running swiftly now. You, that's why you got to be trained. Speak the Word only. Because I know what happens after the Word is spoken. And I repeat it. Your life, Jesus, repeat it in mine. I say what you say. I do what you do. I I won't say anything else. I won't do anything else. But when you say it, I say it. Because when it's released in the earth, it begins to run. It runs. It don't walk. It runs. It, 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 It runs. It runs swiftly. God says, I'll come swiftly. So through quickly, you'll be surprised with how suddenly when I believe that you will receive. It won't take me all day. Because it can be one way today and by this time tomorrow. You're missing a lot of good places. Maybe, maybe, maybe you actually are listening. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm way over time here. Probably should just go home. Right now, but it would be a shame because the scene has shifted. Oh, I need you to see that the scene has shifted. Because in our imaginings, we would imagine that Elijah would go out and wave his hand over the place. We imagine how God's going to do it, don't we? We imagine how God's gonna do it, but I'm gonna tell you what, when God moves, God will move when God moves by his spirit, it's not by might, it's not by power. So that you would know it with God. He came to announce a thing. But when he announced it, God pounced on it. And the scene shifted. And four unlikely folk. You would have never thought. That God would have done it that way and that God would have used folk like that. Cause it said there were four lepers outside the city. They were they were they were frontline. I mean they were gonna be the first to get it. I don't know if the news had come over the wall, if the word had made it over the wall. You know, because nobody could touch them. Nobody was going in or out. I think they just throw them a few potato peelings. They, they would just throw them a little bit. I mean, these guys are, are at the mercy of whatever. I mean, and you can hear it. See the picture of it. I mean, you know, here they are, and the Bible says that they're just waiting. See, they, they were afflicted with a wasting Disease that little by little what was alive died and became rotten, stinking flesh, and fingers would fall off, noses would slowly disappear, and they were afflicted with a wasting disease and a wasted. Wasted lives, yeah. little children not having their daddy, little little grandchildren not knowing the grandmama's love, little the city not more but less because our artisans, craftsmen, workers, laborers are afflicted with a wasting disease. Oh, what a picture! Of some waiting and wasting lives. Wasting, waiting just to die. Encompassed. Death not just surrounding them, death working in them. Parts and pieces robbed and stolen little at a time a little at a time a little at a time see you don't get into a position like that all at once oh no it's a little at a time it's that little spot that you don't take the prescription of the word of God drive it out and drive it far from you oh I think you I think you got something there I, I don't think that's good I, I don't think that I think you need to take another look I think you better get a second opinion I think you better ask somebody that knows who knows more than God who knows more than God who said by the stripes that wounded him you were healed what difference does it make what it looks like what it feels like this is how it really is but if you don't know that if if you're not knowing it more and more see because what difference does it make if it's a little scrape on your finger or cancer in your body he healed them all he healed them all he made them whole you don't got time for me do you have time for me I purpose to come in here, blow up, blow in, blow up, and blow out. I I, I, I purpose. But see, I don't know if I can take you a little further. Maybe I just have to leave you waiting and wasting. Maybe God would have you go a little further than waiting and wasting. I could imagine it both ways. I don't know the Bible doesn't say. But I would imagine that word came over the wall with a ha-ha. Listen to this. You're not going to believe this. I'll tell you, the king was out there. It's in the front page of the newspapers. Here. You know, just for, just for giggles. The king was going to kill the preacher, and the preacher said the famine's over. Ha! Huh? Ha! Oh, here's your three potato peels for the day, and here's the and here's the news. Can you believe it? Four men, three potato peels. So they break it. I can imagine. It only records part of the conversation. See, sometimes, listen, when the Word is released, the Spirit of God starts moving. The smallest hope He will not. And I thought it was one, but I went back and reread it, and it said they said. But well, let me give you the conversation that I believe took place. Well, you know, Elijah. He's a man of God. He is a prophet. And if he said, you know, you you don't expect it. Listen, I mean, look at us. Look at this. He said, this time tomorrow. You reckon them fools out there are going to attack us tomorrow? We're going to get it either way. We can't go back. i got a word for some of you. You need to have come to the point in your life where if you're going to walk by faith with God, you can't go back in there. It's either faith or failure or fear which one is it going to be so they said let me read what they said oh I preached a couple of pages and didn't even It says, it happened that four lepers were sitting just outside the city. I need to speak to this. They were afflicted with the wasting disease. They're just waiting and wasting. See, it happened to them. It happened. It happened. It happened. You need to stay, you need to get out of staying stuck in it that happened. It happened. It is now what it is. sense, the wrong why. you got to shift the why. Why did this happen to me? Why am I still here? Why doesn't God come through? Why? 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 But the Spirit of God moved on them and they said, why are we just sitting here until we die? We've been sitting in it long enough. See, I need to reach you who are waiting and wasting in life. You're caught in the squeeze of circumstance and situation. Your bad went to worse. Anybody in this house? See, faith feels foolish. Faith seems so senseless. It doesn't make sense to the senses. hope your bad went to worse you're under siege by an enemy that's been so strong for so long that it seems like you've lost and lost and lost and you believe that you're a loser and you're going to lose it all You can't go back. It happened. It happened. It happened. I feel when I say that. There's such pain there. There's such in the grip of it. These four lepers, men, you need to understand it's not that they're starving to death. They're starving to death. They haven't been touched And in any contact except with those that are just like them. They're dying too. They don't have any hope either. There's no, and nothing but death and destruction. I like it that they said it wasn't just one, it was unanimous when the why changed. Let me tell you something. When the why of what you're going through changes, you're almost out. So why are we going to sit here and take this sitting down? Why, if we're going to die, let's live while we're still alive. If we're going to die, let's... You need to hear me now. Oh, oh, you need to be listening right now. You don't need to be listening to your rear end that's tired. and You don't need to be listening to your tummy that's growling. You need to be listening right now. Listen now. And they said this, We don't have anything left to lose. The most dangerous person in the room is the one who don't got nothing left to lose. Yeah. I need you to see the shift in their attitude because their why changed. Why are we still here? Why are we still waiting here to die? Still waiting? Still waiting? Let me tell you something. When your attitude shifts to where you got... Into action. Into action. Into action. See, poverty says you don't have any options. <laughs> you're out of options. Or you're out, there's no good option for you. Well, I'm going to tell you what, that's a lie. There's always an option. I said, I'm going to crush this thing right now, right here, knock it straight in the head between the eyes, and cut its head off for you. And that giant that tells you you are locked in, you just got to take this sitting down, you just got to wait and waste away, that it ain't going to end good for you. I declare in the name of Jesus, you always have an option. Always there's an option. With every temptation to fail, with every temptation to fear, with every temptation to sit and to wait to die, with every temptation to stop and to stay, God will provide a way, an option of escape. You will not be... This is not something that is beyond your capacity or capability to follow through and have a breakthrough. But you got to get up. Your fear will sit you down, but faith will get you up you got to feed some faith until something gets up on the inside of you. Oh, I need to rephrase that. Until someone who is greater than rises up on the inside of you and you realize this world of mine is about to change because greater is he that's on the inside of me than this that's happening or that has happened. In the world! God help me to tell you a thing. God help me to declare release to the prisoner today. God help me to give you the key and you hear it and you see freedom in your life. God help you to find a little bit of faith, just a flicker of hope. They got up and they went towards the trouble. They moved towards the trouble. They couldn't go back, so they went towards the trouble. Towards it. Towards the trouble. And when they... Listen, the Word moved out of the realm of the unheard and the unseen because somebody stood in the gap in between It's the in-between folks, honey. It's the folks that will stand in the gap in-between and hear a word from God and declare an impossible word, a possibility in the face of impossibility and say it's over. This time tomorrow, it's going to be another way. And boy, I'm going to tell you what, God found somebody else that was in the in-between. God found somebody else that was dogged if they do and dogged if they don't. Somebody else that said enough is enough. I don't know who I came to talk to today. But I'm telling you, God is drawing deep out of the well of salvation today. This ought to, you ought to put your bucket of joy down deep in this. Because I'm telling you, it ain't going to be like it was before. No more in the name of Jesus. I break that thing off of you. I break it in the name of Jesus. I declare by the anointing of God that breaks the yoke, you are now free. I declare your deliverance. They move towards. And the Bible says just listen now. God finds some in between folks that will move when He moves. And they may not even know that they're moving with God. But anytime you're headed towards the trouble, anytime you ain't got nothing left to lose, anytime you get up from sitting down, anytime you've had enough and it moves you. It moves you. Oh, I mean, I read this morning. Glory to God. I read this morning. It's called the victory song. Written by David. He said his warring women, his warring women took the territory. Gained the ground. Warring women fighting mamas. Listen to me now. Warring women, rising up. Something needs to get a hold of you. God move on you so God can move in you today. God, I'm going to keep pouring until your sponge is so saturated it begins to overflow. Is anybody hungry? Is anybody need something more from God today? Hey, take a long drink, you who thirst. Take a long drink. Pull your feet up underneath this table. There's plenty. An accelerated abundance for you. You don't have to take it anymore. You don't have to waste in the waiting any longer. Your wait is over. Your time has come. Said they, they said, why? I believe that the Spirit moved on them. And they thought a thought. It was a God thought. What are we doing sitting here at death? Why stay here till we die? Why should we sit here waiting to die? Why just sit here until we die? What? We are sitting here till we have died. That's exactly what the devil, wants to happen for you to just sit in the I don't know I don't know why I don't know why it happened I don't know why it still hasn't stopped heartbeat after heartbeat life draining out of you. They got up. Faith will get you up. When you realize you can choose. Maybe you're here today like them. What do you have to lose? Let me ask you if you're losing now. If you lost it all. And you can't stand to lose anymore. Why are you wasting and waiting? Make a move. I was listening to a lady who's in the is on Kenneth Copeland, and she's partners with them. Her and her husband, and she was in the Pentagon. Uh, When the plane struck and the order came from the people that were in there, everybody get down. She goes, we're military people, so we all got down. And she said, in the midst of that confusion, I heard the Spirit of God say, move now. Get up, move now. Get up, move now. And she recounted the story because she heard God in a desperate situation. You need to be trained that you hear God in the situation that you are listening and the ear is trained to hear God. That move saved her life, not just her. It said The people that were with her said, we knew you were a preacher. We knew you were a Jesus. We knew you. Hear from God. And when you got up, we are going with you. She wasn't just delivered. God delivered many because she moved. She made a move. Can I tell you the rest of the story here? When they got there, surprise, they got just to the edge. They got to the edge. And listen, they moved and they got to the edge. And when they got there, they found out God had already moved. God had been there before them. There wasn't nothing left but the good stuff that the devil left behind. He ain't carrying all that stuff. When God moves fast, I'll tell you the devil moves even faster. Hey, somebody, make a move. Make a move. Be bold. Get up and be courageous. Don't cave, be brave. Make a move. Go towards the trouble. You got trouble in your money. Listen, sow a seed. Listen, I got no problem with it. See, I'm telling you what now. I just don't have any problem with it whatsoever. Glory be to God. If you're fearful in finances, I'm faithful in them. You need to harvest more than I. But see, I know mine is a seed. Yours is just a harvest. Mine's a seed. Mine's been multiplied. You get what you're. Hopefully it'll leave your fears. Thank you. But all it did was ignite my faith. I don't have to keep it. Yes. Not when I can sow it and God will grow it. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Find God at all. You'll find God's already in the giving. Yes. <laughs> Glory to God. If you're fearful of your getting... God's already in the gift. Amen. I got to finish. We're way over time. You're further down the road than you thought. See some of you some of you needed you you came today said God I need you to move. And God's telling you I need you to move. I'm telling you I'm announcing the word it's now running swiftly and you're going to move with it. And you're going to see God work. You're going to see that word. Or you can doubt it and do without it. Not only that, this word ain't going to stop just because you doubt it. You're going to, it'll run right over top of you. It'll, it'll, run, it'll trample you on its way to fulfillment. The people that believe it, are you listening? Will leave you behind. See, the danger of taking so much time off and laying back and sitting down in front of God who knows our uprisings and our down sittings. It's okay to rest, but, be re- but only rest in the blessing. Wow. See, we're in the tent watching the clouds. I'm so tired, boy. I mean, God just righteous tramps us all over the place. Man, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. But watch a cloud. I'm gonna sleep, you walked. When you sleep, I'll watch. Because it could be the fire by night or the cloud by day, but when he moved, we move. That's right. When he moved, we're ready. That's right. When he moved, we're ready. Yes. Yes. We camp ready. Yes. We can't we rest ready. We rest ready. Some of you not with me. I lost you fifteen minutes ago. It's all right. But some of you that are still with me, listen, we rest ready. We rest ready. Because you don't know. You don't know when God's gonna speak. You got to be listening. It's hard to hear when you're sleeping. When you're recreating. When you're being entertained. Because your life is so painful in reality, you got to have a fantasy to live by. Good preaching. Can I finish this? <laughs> it's full of stuff, but it says they got up. Now, it said after the sun went down. Why are you wait till it's stop See, because for Hebrew <clears throat> the word sets the standard. It says, and God said, light be. And light was. And there was evening. And there was morning the first day. <laughs> See, they had to wait when the new now came. To move, all right. to make a move. They waited for the old day to end <laughs> and the new day to begin. All right. And isn't it interesting that it's the pattern throughout all eternity, especially for us, well, for the earth, that we realize that we started out in the dark, but we're going to end in noonday sun. I mean, bright and shining as the noonday sun. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me go just a little bit further for you. Sometimes you have to start out walking with God in the dark. In the dark. In what little light you have. In the dark. See, some of you are waiting to walk with God. That's not faith when you can see. It's not faith when you see everything. Amen. The reason why they were surprised when they got there, they're in the dark. They didn't see him running off. Yeah. All right. Okay. You've had enough. Amen. You read the rest of the story for yourself. Yeah. I would have shared it with you, but we're done. What happens is when more of us are done, we're done. Amen. And we're just done. Ain't no point in shoveling food on your plate. Yeah, you don't even want it to have a to-go plate. <laughs> you just done. <laughs> Amen. Till the yeah, yeah. till til next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Do something with Monday. <laughs> Please don't come in here all starved down. Ain't eight in six days. Amen. I die, Pastor. <laughs> I'm dying. Come on, come on. Now, how are we going to invite the world yeah. to, to dinner? If you eat it all, are you listening? Because mm-hmm. you're so starved, you can't, you're eating Who wants to eat after you've eaten the plate Amen. that you're supposed to be serving them food from? Huh? Oh, glory. That's a picture of how we come to church now. Oh, <laughs> you going to eat that? <laughs> You're going to eat that? <laughs> what about the gas? <laughs> huh? No. No. No, I don't want that. We'll be coming in, in here victorious. Glorious, moving all week with the Holy Ghost, full of God, looking for some victim to share the victory with. Yes. Amen. Amen. God ought to... The house is so consecrated, so, so the inside of it all overlaid with gold, precious, it, it ought to be so consecrated. It ought to be enough sacrifice on the outside, in the outer courts, through the gates with thanksgiving. That when, that before we ever stand to minister, first chord the glory of God, the glory of God falls. the glory of God is released. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And God so fills the house, there ain't room enough for nobody else to get a word in sideways of doing that. God's just doing miracles. In the parking lot, miracle, that junk is falling off. Oh, but we gotta make a move. Can't just sit there wasting that glorious life and the wonderful opportunity. Amen. To move with God when God's moving, and to get in on the spoils. Amen. Let me finish with this. And I really am finished this time. They were just <laughs> Oh e- I- e- uh, Hide it, dig a hole, hide it, hide it, and then all of a sudden another one of them they stood up and they said, We said together again. Same guys that said, Why are we sitting here till we die? Same guys that said, Let's make a move. These same guys go, this isn't good. This is a day of good news. This is not a private party. This is not a private party. Surely if we make it a private party and make it all about us, that we'll be punished for it. We need to go tell. We need to go tell. We need to share the good stuff. We need to tell what God has done. We need people to come and experience this for themselves. We need people to get in on the good stuff. We want them to be well. We want them to be saved. We want them to ex- to encounter and experience the great love of Jesus. We want them to sit in these chairs. We want them to have our chair. We'll stand in the back and we'll pray in other tongues. We'll do your praying for you. We'll believe God for you. God will take care of us, but we're going to start doing... Because I'm sick of sitting here wasting away. And, and he preaches just too long and, 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 and too strong. And I don't like Pastor Ron the way he plays that piano. <laughs> And then Pastor Sandy gets up there sometime. I think she's going to fall off her shoes and she holler at me. And I just, I can't stand all that flag-waving stuff. And I'm with you with all that. And you know, I mean, you know, we do some stuff, don't we? We have our ways. Amen. I'm not even going to speak to all that. But anyhow, you know. It, 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 you find out you're wasting away when you know you, you, you're just critical. I'm all for that. Let's just turn it to positive. Let's critique ourselves. We could do more, better for Jesus. I could bring a better attitude. It's okay to be down. Don't just stay down.